Welcome to the Meditation Conversation. You are listening to Karan Alessandra. Hello and welcome to the Meditation Conversation. We are so happy to have Michael Massey with us again, joining us from Sedona, our beloved um, our beloved recurring guest. Thanks for being with us, Michael. Thank you once again. And uh, we were talking last time about some of the personality constructs and um, how that feeds into our behaviors and our um, subconscious. And so we thought maybe we'd explore that a little bit further. You know, I felt it was very interesting the aspect you gave up to it, Michael, when you shared the story of how there was this friend of yours and even though you're not very violent, you just felt this urge to like punch him. And um, I mean, I've been through my meditation practice and healing work, observing myself and to see, you know, what kind of traits do I have? What can I, what do I have to work with and so on? And, but I haven't really thought of it that way that, you know, sometimes when we feel triggered in it, we, we might just respond to someone else's conditioning or someone else's drama. And to, I mean, of course, the more we become aware and centered in ourselves, we can, we can help others in that way as well by, you know, not continuing this, um, this drama, which not necessarily is good for them for us and I, I just started to see that in my environment around here and there was this moment with a friend where it was just like oh this person really wants me to respond in this way and because of the conversation we had I managed to kind of stop and observe uh, in a way I haven't done before which I just found interesting. So I thought, let's, That's, why not dive deeper into this? Uh, that is fascinating. It's, that's very cool that to, um, just to, even in the talking about what we did in our last session, um, that once this stuff starts to come to awareness, it's pretty cool to actually then, even if it's not a cool experience we might be having, <laughs> it's really cool to all of a sudden be able to recognize it as it's happening. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, this is one of the, I say, you know, the benefits of um, uh, expansion of awareness, expansion of, of consciousness and, and, uh, um, and of uh, meditation in general, because a good portion of meditation, at least, initially like you know the is is really is is deep is really a deprogramming process um and eventually we become more uh let's say active creators in creating the new scripts that run and govern our life and yet uh when we first kind of come into most meditation practices which which you know, those of us in our generation, we, uh, 
there's very few of us that were taught this as children. Uh, agree? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is something we picked up later in life. And it's like, oh, now, oh, well, now look at all the work I get to do. <laughs> okay, so I got to undo. You know, yeah. it's like Yoda says to Luke, you must unlearn what you have learned. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it feels like a long list in the beginning of like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. And one of the things that I could like recommend to a lot of people, because it's is just give yourself the freedom to actually dump or delete anything, because it, it becomes a very arduous process of when we're trying to you know, focus in on, oh, I'm trying to just remove this program or this program and, or, oh, wait a second, I don't want to remove that because um, uh, I need that. That's useful information. And me personally, you know, I I have a degree in engineering, so I got a lot of this, you know, uh, science teachings and stuff like that. And I had all that, you know, built in as a model of how the world worked. And as I'm going through my initiations and I came to certain realizations on the, on how the, the universe actually operates. And I'm like, wow, wow. You know, everything I thought I knew is wrong or something. Mm -hmm. And, um, what I did is I ended up just kind of, I just, just dumping everything. I go, you know, I'm just going to start, start over. <laughs> and, um, and I just, anything that any of us has that is of value, don't worry. It's not, nothing's lost forever. Oh, hi, Josie. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Josie agrees. Says, yeah, that. Nothing's lost forever. <laughs> And uh, there's a bone around here. I know it still exists. <laughs> She's very but, chatty. I mean, me. Michael, is it that simple? I mean, you know, taking the parallel to a computer, we just press delete and put it to the bin. Is it that easy to do it with our mind? Uh, it, yes and no. Um, as I like... It's it's sort of like and uh, there's a great uh, commercial or advertisement campaign um, run by uh, Staples in the past uh, decade. They've returned to it a few times or something, and it's this whole thing about the easy button. And you're like, oh, you we just may hit have the easy to translate button. this. I yeah, don't think they made it, it to Sweden. Probably mm, not, but not. you can. It's just the idea is you have this button. It's the easy button, and then every time you encounter a difficult task it's like oh well did you hit the easy button and if you just hit the easy button then all of a sudden it's it's everything's easy hmm. and so it's this is also something that's kind of a little helpful to you know maybe uh uh dedicate a little meditation on the easy button just, <laughs> just really kind of focus in and on to how the that button might feel and that every time we press it then all of a sudden whatever we're facing becomes easy you mean and, not thinking it is so difficult because then it becomes difficult. 
Um, yeah, except there's a there's actually a counter. There's a there's a paradox involved here, okay? And it's the thing is that the easy button is like a gift that's to us that all of a sudden everything becomes easy. And the funny thing about the easy button is actually is actually re actually being able to touch and take hold of that easy button is the hardest thing we'll ever do in our life. But once we got the button, then it's easy. Can you can you give us an example? Can, or can we make this more? Um, well, let's see here. Okay, so um, uh, quieting one's mind and mm -hmm. reaching a place of stillness. Now, the first time any of us tried to do this in a meditation, how how difficult is that? <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know how to be still. I'll go and uh, watch TV. <laughs> right. Right. And so it's something that's very, very difficult. But then once mastered, it becomes quite easy. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so that's that's the kind of thing. It takes. It can take a great deal of effort to reach a place where something then comes with great ease. Mm. So there is a, there's a reward to putting in the perseverance and the dedication um, and the focus and the energy towards something. Um, now, uh, you had asked about the, and then the, there's an additional paradox on top of this when you, go, you said about if we think something's going to be difficult, then it will, okay? Um, now, one of the things that this is one of the paradoxes, there's some truth to that, but it's kind of like a half truth, okay? Uh, because one of the things that I've discovered is that there's like a, there's a there's kind of a yin yang that when um, when I look at the whole human experience, if I lose context of the whole human experience, um, that this whole life here on Earth, the kinds of challenges that can come to us and we can be presented with and is it is enormously difficult this is like i i yeah this is like uh you know this is like phd level or something uh, in terms of like if you're playing a video game you get to say hey do you want the easy you want the medium you want the hard or do you want the insane <laughs> level of and in terms of like actual experiences that we um, can have in this universe is like, okay, uh, difficult, you know, human, difficulty level, insane. And it's important that we remember that that's what we kind of signed up for because then it actually helps us bring <laughs> acceptance and humor to the difficulties of life which then actually is the wheels to make it all go there and gracefully and be easy. Yeah, if we think that life is supposed to be easy, we will spend a lot of time beating ourselves up because it seems to be so difficult and we think we're at fault. Well, how much of it also could be that 
we are growing so much through the difficult times. And so there's an ease that comes through that experience, coming through it and a strength. There's that. And that's part of, and that is part of it, of what we just talked about there. And that's the, the as you master life, it becomes easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, with without losing the context, even when life becomes easy in this way, doesn't change the fact that this whole experience was is still on insane difficulty, mm. which gives more credit to um, to when we are able to do something with ease in our in our life. That's awesome, because it's not that life was just easy. It's actually we're actually. We have attained a level of ease in this aspect of our life against all odds. Hmm. I mean, I just feel also that the more I go within and work with myself and with others, I mean, it's not like the tests keep stop coming, but rather, <laughs> and what I see in other people's lives as well, that rather you get will get tested even more because universe is like, great. You did this. Now we, next level. Yes. I'm gonna build more muscles. Next level. But like you said. Yep. Well, at least you built some muscles, so you're more ready for the challenge. And you kind of knew that. Okay, <laughs> now I'm gonna have sore muscles for a while again. But I mean, I I did manage previous level, so I know yep. I can do it. And you know, I I have a great coach, and you probably get many friends like teammates on the way. And I just feel like that is the difference of. You know, when I got on the spiritual path and started meditating and everything, I felt very alone. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I I was reacting more than I was responding to events. And uh-huh. I mean, that is much the process of instead of, instead of reacting again, just subconsciously going in, well, or unconsciously going into our subconscious patterns. We're like, oh, hang on a minute. So then here comes this trigger and this is where I usually get angry or this is where I usually get upset for this and this. And, right. and I'm like, okay, how can I pause and, you know, respond in a better way to this person or. Right. Person? And, and you, and I'd like to circle back around to your original question. Cause you had a more specific question. I kind of got into some generalities about mm-hmm. an overall kind of way to, maintain perspective on the experience but you asked if it's as easy as actually just moving something to the recycle bin and yes it it literally can be that easy um that when uh so if something comes along an event that actually triggers you and you can as soon as you feel that what it's doing is it's, it, it's putting a little flag or marker on a specific program within our consciousness that's just been triggered. And thanks to the, to the actually emotional feeling we're at it, we can actually, actually just grab it. We can, and we go, ah, I know what you, I see you now. And we're talking to the program. It's like, okay, I see you now. Okay, now that you got triggered, you're activated. Now we know what to do with you. Oh. And then you just move that within your own consciousness and you just move it down to that, the awesome, the divine recycling bin. And is there a specific physiological place for that? 
Uh, you can, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can, you know, we, each of us, we are, we're all individuated and we got our own energy system to work with, with our own kind of interface, uh, just like a desktop. So you might have your recycle bin on the bottom right corner or the bottom left corner, maybe the, you know, so you might put it around. There's obviously a, you know, there's a particular anatomical place that we might want to put that little recycle bin, but, um, um, and it can go there. Uh, you can, um, it can be a sample of something where you actually kind of drop it. What I might say is like out of your field. Hmm. And so what you're wanting to do is, is, uh, yeah. And so wherever you can hold that, you're ultimately you're not dropping it out of your awareness. You're really dropping it out of just your energetic body. And, and so boom, and then it goes away. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can imagine it just like kind of flushing right down through out. Um, uh, I like to just grab it and just, just like move it aside and just drop it into the abyss. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if this was a course in how to <laughs> delete things from a computer, if I never know, knew how to use a computer before, I would ask you to repeat this. So can we repeat this for ourselves and for the listeners? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just to summarize, to be very clear. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah I guess there, there there might be a prerequisite. Like you, like I'd say, well, you just kind of drag and drop it. And people are like, oh, how do I do that? And I'm like, well, have you ever used a mouse before? And they're like, oh, what's that? And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. So... Yeah, you're gonna need a mouse. Okay. <laughs> so you see that little, you got a little cursor on the screen. Okay, yeah, all right. You see that little that little one box icon thing or whatever with the X on it. You wanna just kind of grab that and drag it over to the recycle bin. So, um, so whenever we're triggered, we're generally gonna get a feeling and that feeling is gonna rise somewhere within our body that's going to provide a, that is the charge with the location of the charge within our body that's going to be lighting up a specific program plane within our mind like a disc and uh it's like we can be playing it's playing these different discs and um and so what we want to do is like oh okay i got the uh oh i'm the Oh, I got the wounded lover disc in there. I don't want that in my, you know. I'm like, what's that still playing for? Gosh, I thought I, you know, stopped watching that one like 15 years ago. What's that still doing on? So, um, so yeah. So we, this is something that we would want to remove um, uh, from the player. Uh, that's playing the discs or the scripts that are actually governing our experience in life. And um, uh, understand that when we encounter one of these things, that these these programs exist within um, our, our own domain. So part of this, all the, you know, important part of this process is the self-empowerment. And learning how to use the own controls that we're given. So if something's within my own energy matrix, then um, 
it's like part of my computer computer it's part of my domain and as the operator i have the right i have the authority to actually terminate that program move it to the recycle bin cause it to stop playing so all it takes is a simple thought or a word or anything that you need to do to satisfy your own belief system that you actually have command over your own body energetic. Mm-hmm. So basically just say to the feeling like, nope, no thank you. I don't want to feel this way. Bye. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. I mean, you're <laughs> very diplomatic there, Gianti. You're like, no, please, thank you. This, you know, I don't really want to feel this way. You're, you're actually, uh, you got to take the command seat on this one, and it's more like, okay, be gone, done. Dig into those Viking just, roots. Come on, just bam. <laughs> you just let it know who's boss, and you go, uh, uh-uh. uh. Okay. Yeah, bring out um, the Viking sword and cut it up. Yeah, there you go. You gotta, you gotta rise the warrior within. This is an important thing because it, it, because everything will. It's like a bunch of, of, um, unruly children that Mm. need to know their place, and they, they, uh, it doesn't. You know, you just gotta let them know who's the boss. It's all done. It's done with love, okay? But it's that, you know, unruly child acting out and disrupting a whole, like, dinner party engagement. That kid needs to be put in their place. Okay? I'm not saying you need to torture the guy. I'm not a fan of, of uh, you know, uh, you know, violence to children at all. No, okay? But they, they need to know. Who the who the authority in the room is, and and how to honor it, because it's going to help them later in life. Because we all have our own domain, and when we don't respect the domain of another, that will karmically come back on us, and we'll have others that disrespect our domain until we get this and understand it. Hmm. Hmm. I know one thing that we we've talked about on this podcast. Um, a few episodes ago, Jayanti, when it was was the two of us, but when I was feeling, um, I don't know, a few months ago, just sort of had like a density, you know, there was just something that I was feeling like I needed to work through or, um, and one of the things that really helped me, I mean, Michael, you mentioned sort of finding it in the body because there were these emotions or these um, thought patterns. I was like creating this mental groove, like kept coming back to this, these unwanted thoughts or like disruptive thoughts. And um, ultimately finding that sort of density in the body I think for me, it was kind of in the heart. And then there was like an offering. So for me, it was like not even so much um, feeling like I'm getting rid of it into an abyss or something, but like an offering to a higher power to like, for me, Divine Mother resonates really strongly. Um, but, you know, for it could be a, a guru or a 
or Jesus or, you know, whatever, but some sort of higher intelligent power that really lightened. I mean, you could, I could feel like if I was offering it up and I was like focused in on that energetic density that, that I felt a, um, a lift. And I have to say that it wasn't like a one and done for me. I had to keep coming back to it. And I would notice like my thought patterns, like going back into that groove. And then it was like, wait a minute, you know, (laughs) so I, maybe I'm not offering the most efficient suggestion, but I'm just like, that was kind of how it worked for me. And yes, neck can quite often be the most efficient is what I call running it up the flagpole. Um, Yes, uh, appealing to the higher power. Go straight to source if you have to. Mm. And uh, um, as an executor of this domain, then uh, it's like if anything is going to squawk on it, then it's in file. Then it does not adhere to the or does not follow the command. Then it becomes in violation of free will that is honored by source. Hmm. And so you go, okay, in the name of God, be gone. You know, mm-hmm. that's, there's nothing, yeah, that's it. And hmm. um, because it has to. Because what you were saying, Carl, is that sometimes, you know, we see this pattern, we see our conditioning, and it's like, I offer it up, and yeah, for a while, it's like, oh, it's gone. And then three days later, it's like, oh, it's still there. That's what you were saying, Carl, right? Or yeah, that also it, that. It takes some time, like. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was a process. It wasn't just a, like, there you go, okay, now I'm dusting my hands off and I'm done with that. You know, for, for me personally, it was like, okay, here it is again, and I recognize that I'm getting back in that groove. And, uh, and so, you know, here it's back, you take it, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. And it does remind me of how saying how things kind of worked. Um, ultimately when you get all the way to the easy, you mastered all this, all the thing gets all the way to the easy button. You can identify mm-hmm. one of these things and basically pluck the whole thing out and it's done okay mm. that's the that's with that's the total mastery um, uh, um uh, until that time is reached we tend to be, we we have um um our awareness is only able to say see or has a cross-sectional view only of so much of a certain thing that might be embedded within us mm-hmm. uh and so we're we're all we have the, we're basically taking it out in chunks so it's the same thing basically like uh it's like a hole it goes through multiple different layers it's like a you know you if you if you drill, put a hole through a phone book or something you know it's mm. or any book um it's going to go through all the pages so mm. um so when you're so a master or, you can maybe pull it out by the root more easily yeah, but easily yes yeah. uh but until then um another way to think of it is like you know layers of onion like okay so i can I can only see the outer layer of the onion. That's all I can, but I can do away with that one. Okay. Well, we got that out. It's now smaller, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but we're, you know, but we're not done yet. So the next level, as mm-hmm. you say, is it comes back around and you're like, okay, but boom, we can deal with that. Mm-hmm. And then we just, you know, layer by layer by layer by layer. 
and um, eventually we're able to um, be able to basically, uh, yeah, grab it, you no, know, all the way down to the root, and just doop, pluck it out from there and be done. Mm-hmm. And, I would, I would, sorry. And, and then to one more point, and this is uh, under the law of grace and mercy. Um, what a beautiful thing it is when we do run something up the flag flagpole, and a, a divine power intercedes on our behalf and does the whole thing for us, even when before we've even mastered that for ourselves. And mm. that is a hallelujah moment. Mm. Yeah. And when that happens, that's like, oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, God, for doing that. That was going to take me, oh, I don't know how long. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just like to add also to anyone going through this, and I'm seeing it as much to myself as a reminder uh, that while we go through this cleansing process, you know, it's not helpful to beat yourself up because you didn't finish the whole, you know, as if you were cleaning this house and then you, this other person comes in beating you up because you're not cleaning it up quick enough. I've, mm-hmm. I've had this in myself and it's like, oh, I'm not done with this. And like, oh, I should be done. And it's like, that's not helpful at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can relate to that, but I just mm-hmm. think yeah. being uh forgiving and accepting of yourself in the process is very important being kind to yourself yes absolutely amen to that yeah and uh uh yes 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 yeah i mean i think that that runs through everything and i often come back to that with meditation in itself, you know, where it's like that balance of being kind and being compassionate for yourself. So for instance, like trying to keep your focus, we know that we have this, you know, human experience too, in addition to our, our, you know, aspirations to focus and concentrate as effectively as we can. And sometimes those thoughts come up. So I'm often trying to remind myself and my students, you know, that we want to approach it with compassion and kindness and balance that out with discipline as well. So, you know, we don't just surrender to the thoughts or the, um, like, oh, well, here's this, I'm back in the groove. I guess it didn't work, you know? (laughs) And, and, uh, you know, so there's the grace that's balanced with the discipline to not give up. Yes. Nay, yes. Good point. Yes, it's an, another beautiful paradox of surrender, surrender, and don't give up. Don't give up. You're like, what? Oh, yeah, uh, 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 what am I supposed to do? Uh, I know. Right? I know. And there's this beautiful way where these, 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 this, this paradox resolves. Mm. And uh, you go, oh, okay, yeah. okay, I got, I got, I got to get it. I get it. And I. I would say having friends that are on a similar journey is the greatest gem you can ever have because you, when you go through this, like, Oh, I don't know. Like Mm. what's going on here. And then your friends can be like, Hey, it's okay. (laughs) You know, they can reflect Mm. back to you, whatever you, you need to hear. Not like, Oh, just give up. It's like, 
you know, that balance, as you said, of discipline, but also surrender. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Community is really uh, important. Um, yeah, it's like a the trifecta would be is you know uh, it's like some uh, someone to follow, uh, uh, someone to lead, and someone to uh, walk beside. Mm. That we have um, a friend that we have that's um, our confidant in our on our journey and we have someone we're learning from and then we also have someone we're also passing or sharing and teaching oh. mm. that's a beautiful yeah. it is indeed it'll be cheers for friends and <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a great way to close this podcast yes episode. i agree i agree too mm. well thank you so much beautiful souls it's wonderful yes, to connect. Your friends. Yes. I know. What a joy. Thank you to my technology for surviving these 33 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> we had some yep. technical issues ourselves before we started. So. And the solution was a reboot. So that reboot. goes for the mind too. That's right. It does it. Yeah, that's if it's too right. much of a that's wobble, fine. take a break. That's right. Yeah, that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Good. And thank you to all our listeners for being here. Absolutely. Tuning in. Amen. Yes, thank you. And uh, I wish you all a beautiful rest of the day. Many blessings. And thank you for joining the meditation conversation. Thank you. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>